0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the New Lexington Bible Church weekly devotional podcast. I'm Pastor Brian. Thank you for tuning in once again. And uh, so we're going to start a new uh, a new study here this morning. I think we're going to go to Second Peter. I know some would say, "Well, why wouldn't you just do First Peter first and then go to Second Peter?" I just kind of landed on Second Peter. Felt like this was something that I needed, and uh, so I'm gonna gonna work through it and share it with you hope that it'll be a blessing to you and uh so i'm excited about it thanks for tuning in thank you for those who are doing the bible study with me best way to start the week as i always say get up monday morning get into those devotionals your prayer time uh if you have you know you may have multiple other devotionals so i am thankful that uh that you make time to listen in to our uh podcast devotional so it's uh it's good to have these studies, and uh, I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm praying for all of you um, that the Lord's uh, hand will be on every one of your needs, whatever they may be, spiritually and physically. Um, and, uh, and most of all, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, so we got Thanksgiving coming up in a couple days, busy time, a lot of families getting together, things going on. And uh, so I'm especially grateful for those that make time for God even with the busy schedule and all the things happening around them So let's uh, let's get into prayer for a second and we'll begin our study in the second epistle of Peter Uh, Father, we thank you Lord for this day getting us up this morning Giving us life taking care of our every need Lord and uh, everything that we have comes from you and as we think about Thanksgiving this week Uh, we give thanks without ceasing for just everything that you've done with us, starting with salvation, Lord, the forgiveness of sins and the price that was paid for us on the cross of Calvary. We thank you for that most of all. And, uh, we thank you, um, for, uh, the ministry of your word getting in us and, um, Working in our hearts and changing our lives Lord and we're thankful to see you working in the lives of others around us And Lord as we open up this new study here in 2nd Peter I ask that you open up the scriptures to us Help us to understand them help us apply these scriptural truths in our life And uh, and we thank you Lord for the opportunity To study your word in Jesus name. Amen. All right, so we're We're looking at the second epistle of Peter here um very similar uh, sentiment, as you would find in Second Timothy. Uh, so this letter will um, certainly show an anticipation of future martyrdom for the church, as well as, you know, a time of persecution. Of course, they're already in persecution at the time this letter is written. And uh you'll also see them dealing with apostasy and false teachers, and so you see like the the uh, the apostasy in which the history of the professing church is in view, uh how that will come to an end. Um, just a lot of things happening but uh but in this first chapter, as we get into this. You'll see here, starting in verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. So, right here, opening up and in the beginning, um, Peter doesn't uh, spend a whole lot of time on the fact that he's an apostle. he's writing to a mixture actually here of Jewish and Gentile believers. We keep in mind Peter is an apostle to the Jewish converts. Paul would be the apostle to the Gentile converts. But as an apostle, uh, both would have the responsibility of ministering. Um, Paul, while he is a Gentile to the or while he is an apostle to the uncircumcision forgive me he was certainly not a gentile he was he would even would tell you he was a Jew above many other Jews and so but but anyhow so after his conversion and he was called to be an apostle and Paul was an apostle to the to the uncircumcision or to the gentiles but he still had a ministry to Jewish believers just like Peter was an apostle to the circumcision or to the Jewish converts but he still had a responsibility of ministering to Gentile believers so you couldn't remove that um, factor from both of their ministries and so here's Peter he's writing to both a mixture of Jewish and Gentile believers Uh, we'll find here his emphasis is on knowledge of God as the means of enjoying the benefits of a Christian life in a world that's filled with quite a few problems does that sound familiar Uh, we're in a world filled with problems right now but we still have the benefits of a Christian life Um, it's kind of like when you read through these uh, letters these epistles uh, here the Jewish epistles and things going in you've got Peter you've got James some of the stuff dealing with the times of apostasy in Timothy. You think about what's uh, depicted in Jude, in uh, 1 John, and all of that. You know, there's a lot that could make someone feel uh, pessimism, right? So, because you see all this apostasy and false teachers and people denying Christ. That stuff's all around us right now. And none of these epistles uh, does, it, does it minimize the fact that the God Jesus Christ who is God the Holy Spirit the Word of God and all of God's promises are still the resource of the believer no matter the time period that our life intersects with intersects with uh, God's timeline for how everything is going to come to pass so whether we're living right now in the days that are going to um, see the rapture of the church or whether that 's generations away, we don 't know, but if we 're in the time of a great falling away and great persecution of the church and things happening that we're not that we didn't think we would see there's been a lot of things happening in the last few years i didn 't think we would see. I never really prepared for that or I mean anticipated it. I had somewhat of a biblical understanding of things that could happen in the future, but, you know, until these things came to pass, didn't really know what I was looking at. Um, But you know what? No matter what, we still have all of the resources God has given us, and that's kind of what we're going to find here um, being presented to us in this study through Peter. And so uh, Peter starts here with, this is a traditional greeting by the apostles, but it's a it's a sincere one here in, in verse in verse two. Well, in verse one, he addresses first of all like precious faith. All right, so to them that have obtained like precious faith, um, and so we should be um, desirous of seeing the the best come from those who share the profession of faith in Jesus Christ and um so there may be you know that we may in our life be around a lot of different christians not everybody goes to new lexington bible church but there's a lot of people that go to other churches that may still have like precious faith with us and so it's important that we desire the best for all of those that name the name of jesus amen but it says here this precious faith is through what? the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ it's not of any works of righteousness which we have done it's through everything that Jesus Christ has done then in verse 2 grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord it's always good to pray this for all your fellow believers That grace and peace be multiplied unto them in their life as they grow closer to God and grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ Um, Pray that for me. If you would I'll pray that for you as well Um, but a traditional greeting but a sincere one a meaningful one and uh, And I just I love that grace and peace Of course. It's in the appropriate order first. You have grace You must receive the salvation through the grace of God and once you've received grace, then you can have peace with God Um, Grace comes before peace Verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things. How many things? All things, not some things. But he's given us everything. All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Uh, So, the life of glory and virtue is... Derives from God's divine power. It is not within our own power. He has given us the things that we need to pertain unto life and godliness. That's the Word of God, the resources of the believer. And it's through knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue um, that we are able to utilize those things which have been given to us, um, that we may live a godly life and live a life for Christ. Verse 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That's an amazing statement. First of all, the promises we've been given given us are exceeding. Um, They're abundantly above all we can ask or think. They're exceedingly um, exceedingly great they, they exceed any expectations anything we could possibly imagine. I have not seen nor ear heard those things which the Lord has in store for them that love him. Amen. And so we can't can't even fathom they're exceeding. They're exceedingly what great uh, when God says it's great. It's greater than any standard of good that the mortal man can can imagine. It's great by God's standards. That's as great as it can get. Um, there's none greater. Amen. And they're precious. We should hold them dear and we should hold them in our hearts and, and we should know them. We should learn the promises of God. We should memorize them. We should get them in our heart and we should stand on them. We should standing on the promises of Christ, my King. We need to hold on to the promises of our Lord, um, and let those promises, um, have the appropriate impact in our daily outlook and in our in our spirit every day as we go about living in this world. Amen. So we just need to hold on to those promises and listen to what these promises can do for us. That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. We need that. Partakers, meaning he shares it with us. If we'll use the promises of the bible in our life he will share with us his divine nature meaning the nature of god the divine nature of god will um, be dominant in our life and we should long for that and pray for that and desire that and it will take work and prayer and um, commitment but through his promises and in the holy spirit um, he will allow the divine nature to be radiant in our life. Amen. And uh, so be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We've escaped it. The lust is there. The corruption is there. But the fact that we have Jesus Christ, we've been given the escape of that corruption. So... um, this is a this is kind of a this is a deep this is a deep uh, verse here um i could really go into a lot more detail than i have time for on the podcast this morning but so um remember when uh, what we learned from jesus washing the feet and he kind of taught that our journey through the the world will cause some defilement um there's a lot of lust, there's a lot of corruption all around us. And so, there's a lot of meaning in this. Um, because when you are saved, your your sins are forgiven, and you your spirit and your soul have been given a protection uh, of eternal security. And so, even if the world does corrupt some things, or you have some falters or some failures, it's the... Um, uh, how do I how do I word it? What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, while there could still be consequences for sin and things like that, um, your you have been saved and you have been forgiven, and so even if the world kind of defiles you at times, you still have a right standing before God the Father. Because you've escaped that corruption through Jesus Christ. Then on another level, if we are using the resources we've been given, our prayer life, the word of God, and everything else, then we can escape the corruptive influences of the world that are through lust. And we can avoid them altogether, and so we've been escaped from their snare. We we can escape from their snare. We can escape from its ability to defile us altogether. Um, <clears throat> but there's a lot there's a lot in that. So be thankful today that Jesus Christ has given us an escape from the corruption that is in the world through lust. Uh, verse five, and beside this, giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. So diligence is important in the Christian life. Diligence to do what? To make discernments, right? This would go in with escaping corruption. You need to have discernment. If you lack discernment, you'll go right into things that are going to defile you and cause you trouble in your spiritual life. And so add to your uh, faith virtue. Virtue would be a, um, a high moral standard standard of right living okay so um if you're diligent you have faith that's the foundation of all of it is faith virtue knowledge grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord jesus christ and then it says and to knowledge temperance so so take your knowledge and then add to that temperance that's self-control all right to self-control patience um patience godliness godliness brotherly kindness brotherly kindness charity or love and so these things kind of give us a perspective of a stable and well-grounded christian um who's got their life in order for christ got their heart right with god living for the lord And, uh, and then it says this in verse eight, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. They're saying, if you work on these things, if you will do these things, you're going to be a fruitful Christian for the Lord. And that's going to be a truth it is regardless of external circumstances, you're going to be fruitful no matter what persecution comes. You're going to be fruitful no matter how corrupt the world around you is. You're going to be fruitful for Jesus no matter what's going on around you, no matter what they do to the church. If they throw us in prisons or they try to tell us we can't pray or preach or whatever, whatever happens, whatever comes our way, it won't matter. If we're doing these things, we'll be fruitful for the Lord Jesus Christ because we will be. Um, we will be, uh, equipped by the Holy Spirit and we will be enabling the Holy Spirit to work as he ought through, through us in our lives. So we won't be quenching the spirit. We won't be hindering the spirit. We won't be jumping in God's way when he's trying to build things up and do a work. We'll, we'll be right there. Um, applying these godly characteristics to our life using these resources in our life yielding to god letting him bless uh, everything that's going on around us because the biggest blessing is seeing fruitfulness in the christian life amen so those are the first eight verses of second peter um, chapter one and uh hope that hope that was a good lesson let's focus on these things this week faith virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity. Um, Let's keep in mind this week that His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Let's pray. Father, we thank You, Lord, for this lesson and uh, help us this week, Lord. Help us begin to apply these in our life and focus on these things, make them a meditation of our heart, that you may cultivate a fruitfulness in us and a character that comes from us that is pleasing in your sight, but also that is um, a character that uh, helps our light shine to the world around us, Lord. And, um, God, we're thankful thankful for the fact that you have given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Uh, Thankful that you've given us your son, Jesus Christ, and that we have a relationship with you through him. Uh, And that these standards, these things that you're teaching us, they're achievable, Lord. um, Because you've given us what we need in order to press towards that mark in our daily lives, Lord. So help us to do that to be the best that we can be for you to bring you glory and to reach others for your kingdom lord we love you we thank you we need you i ask that you bless everyone this week keep everyone safe uh, help everyone have a happy and safe thanksgiving lord heal up any that have been sick those going through a hard time those in need of a comforting touch lord as we go into the holidays you know all about it, and uh, we just pray for, um, for our families, for our church families, and uh, God, just for your blessing to be on your people as we uh, just live every day grateful for everything that you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time on the New Lexington Bible Church Weekly Devotional Podcast.